Heavy Metal Television, the world's first 24-hour internet TV station, forever free. Hey, this is Monty Colvin from Monty's Rockcast and the band Galactic Cowboys. Now, what some people don't know is I'm also an artist extraordinaire. Looking for some art that rocks? Check out my website, MontyColvinArt.com. show right here on the classicmetalshow.com that is the leviathan project with the uh, title track right there and the guys making all the noise in the background there <laughs> what's up guys hey how's it going well i'm glad you could make it on the show yeah thanks for having us oh yeah of course we've got matt nardo on the left and we've got the mighty tommy crash on the right of the leviathan project and um uh neely i don't know if you're aware but they finally got the full length out the sound of galaxies just came out and um you know so it's time for our our faithful fans to start spending their shekels buy this shit it's <laughs> it's time you know <laughs> these guys I, I know you're not social media guy, Neely, but I could tell you my social media every day is here's a song. Here's a video. Here's the, you know, every day I'm seeing Leviathan project. So <laughs> that tells me our fans aren't doing their job. So buy this shit already. Jesus. <laughs> Best kept secret in rock and roll. What are you going to do? <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> nice. Well, well guys, let's, let's talk about the release, man. Obviously, um, you guys, you guys set this up with um, by by releasing a couple of EPs in a couple of different formats before releasing the full length. So why don't you start there? Talk a little bit about about the project coming together and and why you chose to release in um, you know in various formats instead of just putting out the one record at the you know at, that has become like at the end of the rainbow type of a thing. Well, I mean, I can answer that. It's pretty simple because, you know, you put a release out and it's dead 10 days later. Um, since we're a brand new band, no one's ever heard of us. We wanted to kind of make the lifespan of the release cycle as long as possible. So, Matt, we started in June, I think, with our first yeah. cassette EP. And now we are here in November. And so that's a pretty long life cycle to it. Um, you know, all of us that listen to this music, that own record labels, that play this, that promote this, we have no idea what we're doing anymore. So right. we just thought that, uh, you know, extending the life cycle this way might work. 
who knows? I mean, we've out of the box, we've gotten a ton of pre-orders. We've take, gotten all of our distributors to take all the product. And of our autographed copies, we only have about half left, and it's only been out what a day now. So, so I think it's worked. You know, we're we're pretty much on target. But yeah, please buy it because if you listen to it on iTunes and all that garbage, it it, it really doesn't sound as good. The CD is just superior, even though I know Chris, you don't like CDs, but you know. <laughs> no, I have no use for CDs, but but the fans. You know, the interesting thing is most people our age or my age, you know, right. old fucks, you know, <laughs> do like to have the physical product. You I know, like product. I, I, I mean, I'm the, I, I mean, you can see behind Neely. He likes to have physical product. He's got, <laughs> he's got 10,000 CDs right behind him. You look in here, you'd be, you'd be hard pressed to find a CD. <laughs> you know, here's all my CDs right here. All of them, all 10 million of them or whatever. <laughs> Well, you know, I since the release came out, because I have Apple Music, that's where I listen to most of my streaming on. But prior to that, I've been listening to these these mixes, the high-quality wave files, mm -hmm. um, and I've gotten used to them. They sound really good, and I put on the the Apple Music version yesterday. I'm like, it just doesn't sound as good, man. I, I, it's like know, compressed, you, right? It's Yeah, it's just not like the snare drum doesn't tick as much in your head. The vocal, nothing pops out. So, I mean, it's... It's stupid, but we're being dumbed down as a society with this stupid compressed MP3 garbage. But as soon as all us old guys die, then nobody's going to care anyway. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Well, well. Um, talk, talk a little bit. I'll throw this one to you, Matt. Talk a little bit about you coming in, because we've had Tommy on before talking about this. Yeah. But talk about you... Um, how how you came to be in this project and how long you've known Tommy and, you know, where you come from. Because I, I don't think a lot of our guys know who you are yet. Yeah, it's all right. Tommy and I had partied in uh, debauchous circumstances, you know, back in uh, the Philly, New Jersey club circuit. I'm kidding. Not that bad. But uh, we were in a band called American Sugar Bitch together. And it was kind of uh, with Dave Weekly from Rough House Tease fame. Um, so, and I, it's funny, I never even knew who Dave was, you know, I just <laughs> kind of got in a band with him and, and lo and behold, but Tommy came in, uh, after, I guess, what was it after our, our first guitar player left, right? And you did some shows with us. You were in the band for what? Was it a year and a half, two years? Maybe? <laughs> I'm 48. It, 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 it all, all runs together, together right? Right. Yeah, it all blends together. Yeah. By the way, side note, this is the first time, I mean, we talk on the phone like almost every day, but. It's the first time I've actually seen him in a long time. Like, it's weird, you know. Anyway, but we'll get to that later. But uh, to make a long story longer, so you know, Tommy and I had had known each other. He egressed from the band and left, and um, you know, we kind of did our own thing. And then he just, I guess, we we reconnected. Remember him calling me? Gosh, was it about a year ago? I'll say maybe a year and a half ago, a year ago, somewhere around there. About yeah, that. well, I'll, yeah. I'll interrupt you then. The, the problem I had was that uh, Chris hooked me up with Ripper, the vocalist, you know, the guy from Judas Priest we all know about, because um, I needed someone to sing one song. That's it was just a, it was just a whatever a dumb song I wrote, but I wanted a really good singer. And said Chris said try him, so I talked to Tim, and he's like, "All right, send me the lyrics and, and the melody and stuff," and I'm like. Oh, I forgot to write those, right? <laughs> so 
so Matt is, uh, I mean, Matt's uh, love is an AOR. He's a melody master. He can play every instrument, every rock instrument. And I'm like, dude, I need to send Ripper, you know, something good. And I can't sing worth the crap. So Matt was awesome. Uh, he lives in the real world. He works on timelines. It's no nonsense. So I called Matt and I said, hey, can you help me finish these lyrics? Help me with the melody. And we get something to Tim, see what happens. Um, so I, I always remembered Matt because when we worked in the band before, he was, again, he lives in the real world. He doesn't live in the Chips Enough world. No offense to Chip. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you have deadlines, you need stuff done. And I knew I could count on Matt. So that's, you know, I always remembered Matt from our old band. So I brought him on board for the first song and just to see how it would go. Okay. Now, are, now, you guys, uh, you know, obviously you guys ha are have an invested interest in uh, seeing the success of your project here. So how, how many hours in a day do you spend on social media and trying to market this thing and keep it visible? Because you, you were doing, you know, the right thing by just releasing little bits and pieces here and there. Because you, as you're well aware, in this day and age, you release an entire CD and it's here today and it's gone later today. So, you know, DLR. and it's, it's unfortunate it's like that, but, uh, how much time do you guys personally spend on, you know, trying to market this thing through the various outlets that, uh, that are available to you? I, I don't know how Matt, Matt, how do you see it through your eyes? What you see um, pushing out there? Yeah. I mean, you know, TK really does all, you know, talk about a master. I mean, this is the thing. I think this is a perfect collaboration between him and I. You know, he does the, the graphics, you know, the logo stuff, everything, you know, from a, a social media perspective. I mean, it's pretty much packaged. This guy does it all. You know, he threw the stuff over to me for lyrics and melody and stuff like that. But, you know, honestly, he's the one that comes up with with all the the social stuff, the blitzes. And then I just reshare it across my yeah. forums, whoever I know. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, um I mean, yeah, I may, I every day because, you know, I'm connected to other people on social media. And if you, if you follow Tim, Tim Owens on social media every day, he's pushing right. his coffee, his ball cream, whatever he's got out, <laughs> you know, he's, he's got a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, I kind of take that model, uh, of what Tim sends out every day. And I, you know, just try to replicate it. Um, I've created a, a lot of lyric videos for this, um, you know, pictures with little 30 second clips. I mean, it's, it is like Chris says, it's every day because, uh, you know, on F Facebook, I get new followers every day. Uh, people forget about it. I just reposted solar storm today and, you know, to Matt and I, that's a really old song because we did it last December, but to people who are just tuning in now, they've never heard it. So, uh, um, and Chris, you know, about this social media, you got to be in yeah. people's faces and, and if it's too much, it's too obnoxious, then you just mute someone, you know? <laughs> well, and, and, yeah. and the, the thing that, and, and I fight with it all the time, personally, when I'm doing social media for, for the CMS or for the CMS network, you know, the, the podcast network and all this other stuff. I, a lot of times feel like I'm throwing out the same shit over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> I would, I would, I would cancel this immediately if I was getting it. But like, like you were just saying, Tommy, it, it, People don't catch it. You know, you, you think you're throwing the same thing out 50 yeah. times, but then 
Yeah, I'll give you a perfect example. We've had Tommy on the show before. We've promoted this thing. We've told the story, me and Neely, without you guys, about how I introduced you guys to Ripper and, you know, et, et cetera, et cetera. Not two minutes ago, I get a question in the chat room. What's the name of this band again? So, right. So you don't, there's no amount of over pushing it when it comes to social media. It just has to be out there, out there, out there, out there. And before long, people don't even realize that they know the name. They just sort of understand. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, you know, the biggest obstacle I think you guys will have to have if you keep going in this direction is not is not people knowing the name it's people knowing which ripper project this is mm. because god knows every day he releases well here's eternal flame featuring tim ripper owens on vocals sure. and, you know and, and that's a gr great for him that he's been able to stay busy and whatnot you know and my if i had a bitch which it's a very slight bitch it's that i wish tim would put more time into this because other other than the KK record, which he obviously has to promote, this is this is a project he could really get behind and probably tour on if he wanted to. And if you guys wanted even to just play gigs around, you know, Florida or where have you, there there would be legs for this because the music's stronger than a lot of the stuff that he does. And it would be nice if he could put a little more effort in. And I'm not shitting on him. <laughs> just, I'm not shitting on him toward Leviathan Project. I'm just saying the guy is, you know, every other day it's, well, I'm going to Bulgaria or here's a project with three guys from Chicago. And here's a project from the Wyoming band that I'm working with, and, you know, and here's KK and here's you guys. It's. I, I think that TK could really, he could tell you, I mean, he's been a, pretty much of a dream to work with though. You know, so it, it's pretty cool, you know, the fact that he is a cool guy, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm with you, man. I think that the melody sense here, you know, like the classic people that like classic priests and the melodic stuff, they'll, they'll really dig this if they give it a shot. I, I, I think so. And, you know, one of the things and we 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 briefly played it a month or two ago or probably longer than that because I had the COVID. So it's probably like three months ago, I guess. But um, um, if you strip these these songs down a little bit, then you also have kind of the the other project that you guys do, the Infinity Rain stuff. You know, if, if you take the heaviness out of it and bring it to a more <laughs> to a more AOR type of a thing, you've got Infinity Rain, which is another great project that you guys are doing. So talk a little bit about that project as well. I'll let TK field that one. Um, yeah, it's another, um, like I said, Matt's passion, I think, is rooted in AOR type music. Um, I, I, I write constantly. I don't just love metal. That's just a piece of what I like. I, I, you know, at this age, you learn to love everything. Right. So I had a collection of songs. Um, you know, I had uh, Matt try to sing on a couple of them. It sounded amazing. Um, had another singer that sang on the Britney Fox acoustic record, Nick Malera. He sang some of it. And I decided, you know, let's put an EP together and, and you know, just see what happens. So we just threw the EP out there. Uh, I've been busy promoting the Leviathan project thing. And, uh, it, you know, it's probably like what Ripper does with it. He'll, it, you know, put his irons and a lot of fires and whichever one takes off. Well, that's what we go with. 
Um, so, you know, the Infinite Rain EP, you can get that on all the streaming and social medias. Um, but we haven't really pushed it that much, right, Matt? Yeah, we just basically, you know, put it out there, I guess, to our social stuff, like personal social stuff. Just the kind of test to market it, right? Yeah, I, and I haven't tried to shop it. I mean, the reality of that playing live is probably a lot greater than Leviathan Project. But who knows? I mean, I you know, we could get a call from Tim tomorrow and there's someone interested in flying us over for a festival. And I guess I have to learn all these songs we wrote. <laughs> you know so, so do you guys do you guys embrace the alternative uh social media you know such as rumble or or BitChute or uh gab or any of those uh sites or do you guys stick basically to the facebook or the twitter and that kind of thing oh man like, you're making me feel old now i'm kidding no yeah, I, wish, I wish we did more of that yeah i don't know i mean i i had a you know since i i run it all i had TikTok added in there. I had Twitter and I, I had four of them, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter didn't get much, you know, it wasn't worth my investment of time. TikTok wasn't worth the investment of time. So I've cut those two out. I've cut it down to Instagram and I've cut it down to Facebook. I, there's just not enough hours in the day for me to write, record, work with Matt, work with Tim, work with Bobby, do the social. There's just not, you know, so I, I, I don't know what's worth the most, you know, the most return, but Facebook is pretty good. Instagram is, is good. And, you know, cause Tim is on both of those. And when Tim mm -hmm. retweets something like we can do it ourselves through our personal and our band, uh, social and Tim's return is like a million times more than what we have. You know, right. we just get a lot more views through, through yeah. Tim. So I'm really just doing Facebook, Instagram now. Yeah. So do you, do you upload, are you going to upload these, uh, you know, your videos to like a YouTube platform or, or, uh, you know, we, we've been trying to get away from the mainstream socials here on the CMS, you know, and kind of embracing rumble and, you know, the alternative media. I mean, obviously you guys aren't going to get kicked off for playing your music, you know, the, the controversial material, because you, you know, <laughs> you guys weren't, aren't exactly, you know, devil worshipers you know or, or <laughs> whatever but the case is is that there well, is well only on sunday i'm kidding yeah <laughs> but there is a whole <laughs> there is a whole nother audience that that doesn't uh you True. know uh go to facebook anymore and they don't go to twitter anymore they they embrace the other uh alternative mm -hmm. media so i was just wondering if you've you've embraced that as well not yet. I mean, we don't rule anything out. I have a, a ton of content on on YouTube. I put up there behind the scenes studio stuff, uh, live rehearsal versions, uh, you know, five lyric videos. I, I mean, we're not Gigi Allen. So, yeah, we're not going to get kicked off YouTube. Um, again, it's, you know, what do we get the most return from? And I, YouTube has is, is been pretty good. But even with that, I mean, this name with Bobby from Death, with Tim, you know, with Matt and myself, it's it's funny. I sent Tim an email and I said, you know, thank you for retweeting and helping us and promote it and stuff. And uh, I'm like, but it's nearly impossible for us to get any traction. He's like, yeah, it's just it's really hard. Yeah. You know, it's it's sure. it's almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's 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 a difficult time because. You know, the, the weird thing is the internet is the, is the ultimate double-edged sword. It's a blessing that you can do music and put it out there and, 
and it's out there. It's a curse because everybody with a cheap laptop and one of these is a, is now a musician, you know, and, and that's the, the amount of music is staggeringly bad for the business. I think, I think there's, there's too much of it. And what it does is it forces people to just stay with, they go with what they know, so to speak. It's like, well, I know this band, so I'll just listen to that. And Mm -hmm. the, the, the level of people that are discovering new music now is, is probably at an all time low because Mm -hmm. it's easier to just, well, I'll just open a Spotify playlist that I make myself and here's my 20 favorite songs and, fuck everybody that's not in those 20 favorite songs shit i'm guilty of that too you know i mean i still listen for my inspiration i go back you know 1980 you know or whatever it's like it's crazy it's true and there's so many new bands i've learned about some new ones from uh you know from tk and some other folks too that i just was you know like oh wow there is stuff out there you know i feel like i'm guilty of the same thing well it it, you know what man It, it you're pushed to be in that way too. It's, you know, it's, I, I played it. I play this thing all the, I use YouTube music as my, my streaming platform. And, um, and I think all the platforms do the same thing. If you run an album and then it runs out, then it just starts playing songs that it thinks are like that record or right. like that band. Like an Inevit- algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. And inevitably every single time, doesn't matter what I'm listening to. If I'm listening to, seven dust if i'm listening to cannibal corpse if i'm listening to randy van warmer you know from the <laughs> 70s yacht music if i'm yacht rock, yeah. all the way to that the next thing that i get within three songs is ozzy osbourne mama i'm coming home <laughs> every time non-stop doesn't matter what i'm listening to somehow they think that i want to hear that song and i yep. don't and it's you know they feed you but what are they feeding? They're feeding. If I'm listening to something that had, and, and maybe I should work for fucking YouTube, but if I'm listening to something that has <laughs> under a hundred thousand plays, then feed me bands that have under a thousand yeah. plays. Don't, don't feed me Ozzy. Don't feed me Slayer. Don't feed me Metallica. Feed me stuff that I don't know because I'm obviously looking for stuff that, people don't know yeah tommy and i have this conversation all the time it's like man you used to have the 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 product mm-hmm. you know like you used to be you used to be able to sleep in your car and starve to death freeze to death or whatever because there was fame and fortune you know <laughs> there was something there to work for or at least you get like i don't know a fraction of a penny right. you know on the dollar for every album you sold or whatever but still that if you sold a million records or whatever you were you were doing something you know hopefully uh, yeah. But now it's just like, what's the, you know, that's why you're not really getting a lot of, you don't have talent scouts anymore either. I feel like, you no, know, you just have like, it's, it's, I, I say it every day to somebody. I say, it used to be, you had a steak dinner. Now you get fast food. Yeah, If you think about time. music, exactly. you know, anyway. Yeah. And, and you know what? Some people love fast food. Cool. I like it on occasion, but sometimes I like that center cut. You know, <laughs> nearly likes that. What the internet has done to kind of piggyback off of what Chris was saying is that, uh, you know, the way that the reason we know the bands that we know, you know, whether it's Judas Priest or Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin is because mm-hmm. we heard them on the radio 
and the radio was a very limited output and you had to settle for what you heard on the radio. They fed it to you and you didn't really have a choice outside of what you heard on the radio. Unless of course you, you know, you went to a record store and dug through records and just bought records on your own, which most people would never do. They go to the record store where they used to go to the record store to buy what they just heard on the radio. Yeah, uh, right. Now with the internet, and with Spotify and with, you know, uh, all the other music outlets out there, there's just way too much to filter through on your own. So, you know, so as far as a promotional thing outside of the social media and, you know, obviously you have an opportunity to come here on this show. Has Have you reached out or has anybody reached out to you to uh, on their podcast or their streaming live show to have you guys on or talk about it or promote it or play it or anything else? Well, I mean, you know, our first release with the first EP and the cassette, we, our record company hired a publicist and, you know, so he got, you know, a bunch of interviews and, and we did that. Um, you know, it's hard to say how much we got in return for that, but I mean, it's, you know, there's a, there was a little bit of a buzz out there, but like Chris had said before, Tim, Tim's kept busy this year doing a lot of stuff. He's kept busy being a working musician. So then if you're a fan of Judas Priest, you're a fan of Tim, you have to siphon through everything he's done, uh, you know, to see what you like. So yeah, people have reached out to us for the second round, um, you know, but what the audience is like, you know, Chris says any anyone on the Internet can start a podcast, start a band. So sometimes we do interviews with anyone on the Internet that goes to Best Buy and gets a microphone. And I look on YouTube after I've done a video and we got five views. Yeah. And it's nothing against them. It's just it's the way it is, man. So, uh, you know, had our record company not made the in initial investment of a publicist, then I'd be doing an interview with someone and we'd have zero views <laughs> so yeah i mean for, uh, i think for, we're grateful for, for that right yeah well, yeah we're grateful we're for everything absolutely yeah, for everything um, absolutely but you know and you know you think of a band like whatever aerosmith first record did they get famous or did they get even notoriety right away no back in the days it took you know three or four records mm -hmm. are we going to get any recognition after putting a dumb cassette out no you know, it's, it's a year later and it's going to, it's going to take another year. Maybe we'll have a second record next year and then maybe we'll have a third record. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. The, the good thing is, is that, you know, we're not in a position where we're 22 and we're trying to make it, you know, we're, right. we're, we're, Matt and I are good with what we do in our life. So we do this cause we love it. And we, we, you know, like I said before on the show, I have to do this to keep sane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> seriously no doubt well yeah. well guys let, let's I, I know leviathan project is important and infinity rain but let's talk about the best project you're involved in that of course being my song scars you know, <laughs> you sure. know, that, that to me should have been you guys's breakthrough material that <laughs> the brilliant songwriting the brilliant lyrics and of course you guys playing on it just fantastic Hey, man, I told you before, right, when I sent you that message, you, I don't think you can ever lose when you have a song where it's a personal experience. You know what I mean? Sure. It's from the heart. You're not bullshitting anybody. You're just saying, this is what happened to me. You know, yeah. I thought that was the brilliance of that part. 
Well, I don't know that there's any brilliance in there, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I just, the, the funny thing is, uh, uh, Tommy, I'll, I'll share this with the fans and you can jump in on this, but I had no idea that anybody thought this was a good song. I did it as a total goof with one of our fans, you know, the, this guy from Finland that just was a, he's a fan and was like, he, he heard me being drunk on the show, being honest. I was, <laughs> I was drunk one night and I was singing like, uh, I don't know, um, Motley Crue or something. I don't remember what I was singing on the show, just being silly. And he's like, you got a great voice. You got to try this, this, this. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I recorded it. Then TK hits me up and is like, dude, this is like, this is actually good. (laughs) (laughs) Could I re-record it? And I was like, okay, sure. TK can work that magic. Yeah, he's good with that stuff. (laughs) Just ask me. Well, yeah, it was... um, you know the like Matt said the lyrical content wasn't it wasn't dumb to me. Right. Um, I, yeah. I I I reached out to a, a, a friend of mine I was doing a lot of work with during COVID. Ira, he's a drummer for a, a cover band called Loungefly, and we did a lot of recording back and forth. And then I did the song and I sat with it for like three months because I couldn't quite get it. And I said, you know what, Matt is going to be in the missing piece. To right. this, so he added some some beautiful backgrounds to complement, you know, your kind of a uh, almost Lou Reed, Bob Seger delivery. He put a ridiculous, like, great guitar lead in it, and uh, I, you know, I, I if I would all, I would probably love to do a third version of that where we go back and record it even more properly. Sure. But um, you know, I think we got the spirit of the song a little bit better than the first one you did you know not that the first one was was bad or anything but we we took it more to that bob seeger and like i you know that kid rock rock type yeah. level uh, um, the funniest part to me was you kept asking me well what do you think i should change what do you think and i'm like dude i am not i am not <laughs> a guy i don't know you know I, I i i didn't even know that was good you know let alone let alone you're like oh, you think we should add more of this and more dude you guys are the pros I did my I did my vocals three takes thirteen minutes done here done out. <laughs> God, I love doing that stuff all day long, man. I, I oh, yeah. you know I love these the session cats and stuff that used to do that. Here's a song, you know, put work your magic, do whatever you do with it. It's like a I, I'm really I'm really shitty with the structure of stuff. Right. That's where TK comes in. He gives me the structure and he says put the icing on it. You know that's my thing. Uh, and it was it was a pleasure to play on that one. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that anywhere? By the way, Do you, did you release that? Like, uh, is it a YouTube? I on haven't. YouTube I've no? actually. This is behind the scenes. I haven't told anybody yet. But I have been spending the last six weeks trying to put together a video. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm working on a video, and I, and I won't release it till you guys see it, obviously. But but I I I have actually behind the scenes been trying to put together a video. So that I can put it on heavy metal television and just shamelessly plug my own shit. Awesome. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You should be proud of that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. But yeah. but yeah, it will get released eventually here. I just haven't, you know, I I I honestly thought it was getting put on some other record that you guys were maybe working on. So I yeah, I I started doing that uh 
you know, a, a Tommy Crash and Friends CD, another project that no one will ever buy. But uh, <laughs> I, I started that during COVID. I got sidetracked with Leviathan. And, uh, you know, with that project, that's where Matt helped me a lot. I had, you know, my friends, like good guys that I can trust that, sure. you know, want to record music. And that that's going to go on there. So, you know, whether anyone cares or not, I still would like to put it out you know, because I think there are a lot of neat songs and there's some good music to offer on there. Um, and, you know, so it'll come out eventually, but probably your video will get done before we get around to finishing that. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I've spent, uh, I've spent about six weeks working on it and I literally have about 45 seconds that I actually like. So yeah, so. it takes a long time to do those videos. <laughs> and a lot this of work. Is, and oh, this man. is my first time ever doing video. Like, of myself, of my own stuff, which means I'm 3 million times way too critical. I'm like, Oh, that fucking looks stupid. That doesn't make sense. What's this fire with this? And I didn't say fire here. I got to move it. And, uh, it's a big pain in the ass. I hate yeah. it. I hate it, but I want it. You know, it, it's one of those things. I hate it, hate it, hate it, but I want it. So yeah, it sure. will happen. <laughs> so it what it's, your OCD, you know, it's it's yeah. definitely like I, I have a little bit of OCD in me. I know TK does too. We bounce stuff off of each other constantly. You know, he'll send me something. I'll be like, do you think this is really stupid or whatever? And I'll be like, no, you know, maybe change a little here or there or whatever. But in the end, it's great. And the whole COVID thing, as much as it sucks, you know, yeah. I feel like it's it's created these kind of opportunities. So it's, you know, talk about a double-edged sword, you know. Yeah, great. Yeah. Didn't so, what, uh, so, so at what level of, uh, you know, satisfaction will you get with this project? I mean, as far as, you know, where it could go, are you just satisfied with having it out there and sell a few copies or, or do you have a goal in mind that you would like to see something happen to, I don't know, maybe get a, get one of the songs in a movie soundtrack or mm. something. Do you have something in your mind that, well, if I, could, <laughs> if I, if I could, attain, if I could attain this with this CD or this music, I'll be happy. Uh, Matt, go ahead. <laughs> God, I, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day. I think for me, man, just, and this might sound really Bush league, but for me to be like, you know, I'm teen years old and be on a label. That's a win for me. You know, we I've toiled in clubs and stuff for years and years and, and everything. And, um i think this is just like the cream man i i you know i don't know sounds bush league humble whatever i don't know but that's the truth that's the honest truth for me but i'll throw it over to tk <laughs> no i mean I, I i don't have aspirations to give it in, in some movie or something i mean that that's to me that sounds kind of dumb <laughs> <laughs> no offense but i and it's you know nearly you probably just threw that out i'm yeah, whatever. It's fine. I re we recorded it. Uh, we got it. You know, I'd like people to hear it. Um, I don't want think people just to write it off as like power metal because I've heard that description before. I don't even know what power metal is. That, that sounds retarded to me. I'll take it. Um, it <laughs> what is power metal? Man of War or something? But whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, if you if I don't think TNT is power metal, dude. Right? <laughs> well, it's like primal, primal fear or stuff like that. I don't even yeah. know what that. Is. I don't even sabotage. Know what that is. 
sabotage. Sabotage would be sort yeah. of power metal. Sort it, of. It, it, anyway, I think the CD cares about all that. Stupid. The, uh, the CD's a lot, it's got a lot more depth to that. There are the instrumental pieces in there. We didn't write songs about fingering the back seat or, or <laughs> any dumb stuff. I don't think we did. You know, no. uh, because the, the thing is, we had uh, as much time to spend on it. So we had a, a lot of time to, you know, make sure it was perfect for us. You know, I don't think there are dumb lyrics in there. I don't think the messages are, are dumb. They're, you know, about, you know, things like, why are, why are we here on earth? What, what else is mm. out there? Uh, you know, we, there's already been songs about fingering people and stuff. I don't need to do that. <laughs> So yeah, if people we've all it, wrote those, yeah, yeah, they're they're done. Um, <laughs> so no, I have no aspirations for this, N not at all. Well, I mean, being know, being on your show is good. That's yeah, good. well, you know, you know, you you hear some of these classic bands that you know <laughs> always had some kind of a goal. It's like, well, if we could only play the whiskey, mm. I'll I'll die happy. You know. That, we'll be like, happy if we can do Gazaris at this point. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so no, no, we're good. So yeah, we're at, good. well, at what point do you uh do you stop working this uh this record and decide, well, maybe it's time for a new one or how 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 far out do you do you anticipate taking the promotion of this? You know, I, I personally think, like I said, it's been a year since we started this. And Chris mentioned there are people, you know, two minutes ago or 10 minutes ago that, that didn't know who we were. It, you know, I have time every day to push videos on social media. And in conjunction with that, I'll write new songs and Matt and I will write new songs. So it, it's really open ended, you know, because we can. Right. There's no one, there's nobody asking. I mean, you know, if the record company, they run out of CDs, which, you know, they're going to assume, but you could still go on YouTube or whatever the dumb social places and listen to it. So, <laughs> you know, the thing is when no, you're no. an artist, it's you, you want people to hear this stuff. It's like those books you write, Chris, you write all these books, yeah. you have scars and you guys have your show. It's an art form. You want people to hear it. If you don't have any listeners or viewers, it, you know, you need some sort of feedback. The worst feedback for an artist to have is a blank face because right. that means you communicated nothing, yeah. you know? So even if they say the CMS, it's a dumb show, well, at least you got right. a reaction, they right? right. <laughs> even if they say Leviathan, you know, why, why do you put those instrumentals in there? Why do you have Ripper singing? You know, at least they're listening. You're getting a reaction. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're communicating with, with another dumb human. I don't know. <laughs> no, or smart ones well so there's not many of those out there now. <laughs> can I, I just want to share a story about and this will make you guys laugh about collaboration so we were working on a tune uh, i had come up with this idea i said we should put like a ballad or something right on this <laughs> on this project and you know so tommy he calls me he's like i wrote this this is sick man you're gonna love it i i, I wrote this thing it's like a like a priest type ballad, like a last rose of summer or some kind of thing, whatever, like their old stuff. And he sends it over to me and, and I, I sent it back to him. I, I do the, the lyric thing and the, the melody. I sent it back and I was like, I didn't hear anything. I'm kind of like, hmm, what is it? Now, usually I hear something right away. You know, there's feedback, whatever. I didn't hear anything. So I was like, okay. 
that I guess it was maybe like a week later or something, you know. <laughs> hey man, how you doing? If that thing sucked, like just let me know, you know. And it was funny because I feel like with this collaboration that I have with this guy, it's there's there's really no ego. It's really fun. Like I laughed about it. He goes, Well, I, I kind of wanted it to be a priest song, but it turned out to be like a foreigner love song. <laughs> you know that you wrote like i want to know what love is you know like that but anyway but it, it's cool the point of that is that you know we 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 work through that i don't i laughed at that like i loved it you know what i mean sure but <laughs> then we take it we take the idea it's just the bottom line is man you you have sometimes you run into those things as working together you know as artists where you're thinking one way and the other person's thinking the other way and never the twain shall meet. Right. You know, I, I will say but, with the right? melodic piece, Matt, if Neely, if you listen to song 15 on the CD, it's a song called Waves. I know you're a big Dawkins fan. Mm. Uh, Matt really inherently channels the, the Don Dawkins sound, not on purpose, but he did, he does a lot of these demos before we send them to Tim. So tracks 13, 14, and 15 are Matt singing those that we put on the CD. Listen to the to track fifteen. I mean, really, if you listen to Matt's voice, I think Matt's voice is in between the first Dawkins record and Dysfunctional. And I mean, you know, when Don decides to stop being the singer for Dawkins, Matt could probably do that job. <laughs> Seriously, thank nice. you. Compliment. And, yeah. and, and that's one of the nice things about you know hearing the instrumentals too is, like you were saying, there are some different influences in there that are are um surprised surprised me like i i think it's i'm looking at my phone to see what what's track and i think it's drifting that's an instrumental right that's yeah. the yeah and that reminded me of like some 1981 82 83 sort of genesis type mm. of a type of a wow vibe to it with you know kind of i don't know i know shit about production but it had sort of that like scratchy scratchy sounding instrumentation going on and it i i heard it i was like wow that's that's got like something i wasn't expecting mm -hmm. and and but then it comes right back to a nice heavy punch in the teeth with death angel so you know yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's like okay this is you know i i like i i it's hard to explain to people what this project actually is because it does you know, like like we like we were saying, some of the songs remind more of Dokken. Some of it reminds of classic priests. Some of it reminds of nothing. Some mm. of it reminds of Leviathan Project because it, right. it really, even though it has Tim on vocals, it doesn't sound like Tim's any of Tim's past work, which I think is the the biggest bravo I can give you guys is that you found a way to take a guy that's recorded mm. sixty two thousand songs and not repeat <laughs> himself. You know, and and that's that's. That's good stuff, man. It's something that people should definitely check out. It's a for anybody that likes music and not just retread music, and there is a difference. I would say Leviathan Project is a project you would dig because it's definitely musical, but it's not retreading any real water. It, it mm. its own flavor that will remind you of some some stuff that you did like in the past. Thank you. Think, That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think one of the biggest compliments for us was like, the song Leviathan. When we did that, we sent the vocals over like a scratch, you know, the ghost stuff. Mm -hmm. And Tim just sang, he sang the shit out of it. 
but he sang it back and it was pretty much what we'd given him, right? Right. Yeah, he didn't feel a need to change what we yeah. had written for him. So it's a big yeah, compliment man. to me. It's it's know. uh it's something fun. Well, guys, is there anything else about this uh you know, this new release you want to let the fans know we haven't touched on? Other than just purchasing the CD, I, I think the CD's fantastic. There's a an autographed copy you can buy from Deco Entertainment. Um that Tim autographed the CD. There's also a bundle with a, a T-shirt, a CD, and the original demo cassette uh, that you can buy. Um, so, yeah, if you can support that by the physical product, it really does sound much, much better. And that's yeah. that's all we got for right now. All right. Well, speaking of buying it, where can you buy it? Uh, if you go to, uh, I mean, you can buy the, the regular CD from Amazon, from any outlet. We have three distributors across the world that are selling it. If you want to buy the autograph and the bundle package, you go to Deco with a K, decoentertainment.com backslash Leviathan. Or if you just type in anywhere, Leviathan Project Band, you'll find us. Cool. Very good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's been a good uh, discussion, and uh, I hope, uh, you know, our fans, at least a few of them, will jump in there and support you a little bit and, you know, tell their friends about it. So uh, go over there and pick up this new disc. It's called Sound of Galaxies. So uh, go pick up Leviathan Project and support these guys. Yeah. Cool. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Well, as, as you're well aware there, uh, Tommy, we uh, always let the artist pick a song from the new disc to take us out of the interview. So what should we play and maybe tell us a quick story about it? Uh, what do you think, Matt? Hmm. Well, I don't know. Before you make your choice, <laughs> but before you make your choice, maybe I'll let the chat room help out with this. There you go. I have multiple requests, even though they don't know the title of the song. They want to hear this track 15 that, that we talked about. <laughs> Okay, cool. Do that. Sure. Why not? That's with Matt doing the demo vocals. Um, but hey, who cares? Play the demo version. We'll go with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds great. Hope you like it. So you want me to play Waves, huh? Yeah, why not? All right. Well, we'll play that and take us out of the interview. So, all right, go out there and support these guys. And uh, thanks, guys, for stopping by. Cool. So Thank you so here. much. It's a Leviathan Project with Waves exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and hand job! You're watching the Heavy Metal Television Network.